Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to the kingdom or good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Happy New Year. I just wanted to have a little intro before we got into the episode. This is the very first episode of 2023. I can't even believe last year went by so fast. I'm happy to present this episode to you. Such a joy having this collaboration. It's been I've been looking forward to this for like, honestly, the whole year. So I'm very happy that it was able to happen finally. And I know you guys are going to enjoy it because I I enjoyed speaking with them. (laughs) So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back or welcome to the kingdom. I have a very special, two special guests with me actually today. First of all, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I hope you're doing well. It's been a good day. It's been a good morning. I got a new dresser today. So that was exciting because my dresser was breaking down. I feel like, I, yeah, I always start with these like random things. But today, the focus is not on me for once. <laughs> the focus is on these two incredible young men that I think are just doing what the world needs right now. And I am going to let them introduce themselves, but they are... Just different. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to we be made here. made it to the kingdom. Yeah. We made it into Welcome the kingdom. to the kingdom, the kingdom, you guys. Yeah, How nervous. does it feel? How does the kingdom feel? It's right surreal. Now? Good? Yeah. This is like, a, I mean, I've been dreaming of this moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life, it seems, you know what no, I mean? Same. I'm real no. nervous, though, but let's do it. No, no I'm, I'm excited. Thank I'm, you for having us on. Thank real. you. Thank you for coming on the podcast and also having me. We just recorded an episode on their podcast so i think i'm gonna coordinate it like that it drops at the same week perfect um so that you guys can just go listen to theirs um pause mine go listen to theirs (laughs) and then come back but i'm so excited to have them on the podcast i've been listening to their podcast for so long and i think there's something that's like there's something there's a way that you guys come across on the screen that like you see a clip and you're just like yes mm. like like yes like mm. this is what 
this is what we've been looking for. I feel like that's mm. that's what I thought when mm. I really stumbled upon a podcast. Yeah. It was like just not superficial, mm. like completely yourselves, yeah. like young black men, mm. because it's rare. You see a lot of white men, I think, proclaiming God and yeah, the gospel yeah, and stuff. 100%. It's very hard to see to young black men there's black men but they're all old like men talking about god in the way that you do and um being so serious about it so i want to applaud you guys Thank and you. also Thank you. take some time to introduce yourselves yeah mm -hmm. whoever wants to go first jordan can go <laughs> all right well i'm jordan i also go i go by stark's artist but Stark i'm stars. jordan the co-host of the just different podcast mm. um i just want to mention it's crazy how you said that like when you see our clips you feel like this is what we've been looking yeah. for and i think when we started our podcast it was kind of like we we felt the same way like mm. we we wanted to be what we didn't see yeah you know what i mean yeah. we weren't seeing young black men talk about the faith as much and we felt like there wasn't a market for it we're like yeah we got to we got to be that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's mm -hmm. even a part of like the origin story. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you, got it. you got no interests, passions. I know. Uh, like, you, want me to, you? you want me to get into all you? that? I'm not used to this. I'm not used to that's this. Okay. Uh, I make music. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. He is so good at poetry, I thank think. You. Thank you. I and appreciate it. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. The clip of you in your bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember. I was in the basement. Oh, you were in the basement. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. But it was in a room. <laughs> yeah. And you were just like rhyming so well. And mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. So that's what I do. You know what I mean? Um, I like to read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I can think of. I'm drawing a blank. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. yeah. So I'm Darren Starks, mm -hmm. uh, another co-host of the Just Different Podcast. I am a lot of different things. Multifaceted. Yes. But um, I would say... I don't know. I'm a communicator. Mm. I love to like translate like what other people feel, but don't know how to how say it. Say it yeah. And so, you know, that's definitely like my heart, something I love. I'm really super, super yeah. passionate about, you know, i.e. the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that's one of my passions. kind of part of like who, who I am and what I do, of course, with, you know, just being like a child of God. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit about me. Nice. <laughs> you know, I was telling, I was like, t I don't know. I think I was telling like one of my coworkers, that I'm like, I was all week. I'm like, guys, I have a podcast yeah. with just different. I listen to them all the time. And then like, I was saying that, yeah, but like, I have no clue like who they are as people. Yeah. <laughs> like I actually like don't know a single thing about them. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes like, I kind of like that because you mentioned that you like Emma Chamberlain. And I think that even though she says things, you don't really know who yeah, she is yeah. as a person and the you you create like kind of a barrier of like okay this is what i do and you have a mission you guys mm. have a mission to spread god's yeah. name and kind of be relatable in the young world right. of like christianity but you keep to yourselves and you guys mentioned that you are just like introverted and stuff and i like that but i was thinking like okay what do I want to talk to them about? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like I just want to get to know them That's because fair. I feel like yeah. I just like don't yeah. know them <laughs> at all. And I'm I am very personal, but it depends on what you guys want to get into. Okay. But I do. Um, I'm very excited. I started this segment that I'm is fairly new, and it's mm. like 
what I'm welcoming into the kingdom okay. Okay. and what I'm exiling mm -hmm. out of the I kingdom. Like so usually it's like maybe three or five like things I'm welcoming right. and like one thing I'm exiling. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, we're going to start with Darren. You can say like maybe a couple of things you're welcoming and that could be just like something that you've been watching recently okay. or reading or learning or like, like sometimes a snack. Sometimes I'm like seaweed snacks because I just bought right. them and yeah. I like them. So yeah, things that you're welcoming into your own kingdom and something you're getting rid of okay. right now. No, I love that. Um, so one thing I would say that I'm welcoming into the kingdom right now would be pace. Pace, okay. And just patience and like mm. stepping back to really reflect and breathe and not always just be on the go, go, go. Mm. Right? I feel like sometimes... I'm very, I'm type A, so I'm just extremely like ambitious and feel like I yeah. always need to have my hands to work to feel valuable, qualified, mm. needed, and things like that. So, wait, no, that's the only thing I'm welcoming to. Oh, wait, no, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's something that right now I'm really like just resting, you mm. know what I mean? In yes. terms of like, what does my value look like outside of work, mm. right? Outside of what I do, right? Who am I really? And so, that's one thing I'm welcoming is just like patience and just like pace in the sense of like taking that breather. And then one thing that I'm exiting mm. um, from the kingdom is definitely like my attachment to my identity and work. Yeah. Right. So like yeah. what I do isn't who I am. Yeah. And knowing like at the core of like my identity, my self-worth and esteem is just being like who God's called me to be. Right. right. And like one thing I've heard once is the fact that like greatness isn't what you can do, but would you allow God to do through you? Mm. And so getting That's back true. to a place where like I'm just being like a willing vessel instead of always trying to force what my dream or what my plan is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's those are my two things. Good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what am I welcoming? <laughs> um, I'm welcoming... The Alchemist, it's a book I've been, well, I finished already, the but Alchemist. it was a really amazing book. Mm -hmm. uh, the author's name, his first name is Paolo. I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but The Alchemist. I've um, heard of it. It's a great book. Yeah. I suggest everyone reads it. What is it about? Um, it's like more of like a, um, like a, it's not, it's fiction, okay. like a fantasy type of book, but it's centered around, it's like philosophical like messages. And he has like, he talk he talks about like deep meanings and messages in a way that's like very entertaining, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, very yeah. mythical and mm. That's what I really like. So, I mean, that's how I would describe the book. But, okay. yeah, um, I'm welcoming. I just got put on the matcha. Nice. Matcha's valid. I it's love valid. Matcha. matcha. I just got put but on it. what fire. milk? What milk? What milk? I think, uh, so they put, like, almond in it, Okay, I think. okay, okay, good. <laughs> they put almond in no it. No whole But it was cool, please. little pumps of brown sugar or something nice. like that. But it, it was smooth. Um, And I'm also welcoming uh, discomfort. Mm. Yeah, I feel like God's definitely been preparing me for this next season mm. this next year it's going to be uncomfortable i'm going to be, have to do things i don't feel like doing letting go yeah. of the feeling you know what i mean um just knowing like that's the only way you can really grow is through the yeah. discomfort and, and it, that's how you expand um so okay those are two things i'm welcoming um i'm exiling dang i'm i'm exiling uh doubt huh. doubt in myself um for me it's not, it's not necessarily that i doubt god but it's a lot of insecurities I have about myself yeah. you know what I mean second guessing yeah. how it, little stuff how I sound making sure I'm always trying to make this say always trying to make sure I'm saying the right thing mm. I get caught up in the cycle of overthinking 
So yeah, just ex- exiling out and being sure and, and solidified in who God says I am. So, Good. Yeah. I like that. And I love matcha. I drink it all the time. Okay. okay. That's a good that's a Did good welcome. Is that what you had this morning? To... No, I was trying no. What did you have? I had some something random from Duncan. It was like oh. some with cookie butter in it or something. Was it good? I wasn't rocking with no. it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hell, Duncan. We should have went to Starbucks. You should have. Yeah. Is there Dunking like sorry in uh Louisville? There yeah. is. There okay. Is, is yeah. it a lot? Just I mean, like it's pretty. It's comedy, so I don't yeah, go. Cool. I don't yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, regular chain type beat. Regular chain type <laughs> beat. Nice. Okay, so you guys are from where in Kentucky? All right. So, so I guess people not know in this, Kentucky. But I'll, I'll, I'll actually let's get okay. a real answer. Yeah, let's let's just be, be honest here. So <laughs> we were born in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Right. But early on, we moved uh, to Southern Indiana, mm. which is right on the border of where Louisville, Kentucky is. So it's like 15 minutes it's away. Across the bridge. Right. Okay. So we grew up there and um, went to high school, middle school, high school um, there in Southern Indiana. So that's mm. essentially where we actually live at okay. today. Mm. But okay. all of our family, like our mom's side of the family lives in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm. Right. And even growing up, we would stay with our grandma a lot. She lived in Louisville. Okay. And so like we kind of got like, you know, the boat, you know, the two worlds yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we live in Southern Indiana, but um, we always claim Louisville because no one knows, nice. like, <laughs> you know, Indiana or any towns there. Yeah, no, you can't really rep Indiana. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> like, it don't even sound right. I'm not wearing yeah. that on my sleeve. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, that's the truth. But, yeah, Louisville, okay. Kentucky, essentially. Yeah. Do you guys like it um, where you are now? Um... No, okay. I, d- I don't. Okay. Uh, I don't really, I wouldn't say I ever have. I'm appreciative for, for where I grew up, most mm-hmm. definitely. But I feel like it's like a, definitely like the small town mentality a lot of people yes. have there. There isn't much like growth or like innovation or people doing too much. And I think yeah. as people, we're inspired by what we see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I'm not seeing much, I'm, I feel like it was dampening my creativity yes. and, and yeah. my drive. So yeah. uh, that's one of the downsides to it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that, he's like, that's, that's, that's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I definitely, like you said, I have an appreciation for it. I wouldn't necessarily say like I, I don't like it. I think there's certain environments that you grow out of and certain environments like you're called to like step into like that. You know what I mean? That um, fits you more in different seasons of your life. And so I think we're at the point to where, you know, Louisville and where we were raised, it fit and was made for us for a particular time. Like yeah. through our childhood, it was definitely a place I felt like we needed to be like, to like learn the lessons that made us who we are today because I've gained so much from like just being in that type of environment that we were in. But now it's kind of like that time to like step out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that you said that it made you who you are. Like if you guys grew up somewhere completely different, you would be completely different. Like would that play a part into how Mm -hmm. you do your podcast or everything now Mm -hmm. today? So like it's necessary sometimes, but when you don't, see anyone around you and you're an outlier yeah. in like mm-hmm. your creative endeavors yeah. or pursuits and everyone's looking at you like you're crazy it's like no one here can help me mm-hmm. um yeah. and no one here is even receiving what i'm like putting out then it's like okay i think i need a change of environment yeah, exactly and so do you have a lot of friends there? like you guys grew up there so like that's where your community is mostly um so for me most of my friends i had in high school they went off to college kind of far okay, away okay, so okay. like when that happened so i graduated i graduated in 21 mm-hmm. so uh and i didn't go off to college i stayed local where i was at all my friends went off to college so that was kind of a struggle for me finding like community yeah and finding new people to be around um so 
I feel like all the friends that I have now, though, they are, they live kind of farther away. Yeah. Like, it's long-distance friendships. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm always seeing them frequently, but they live far away. Okay. Um, so, in my particular area, not no. necessarily. I don't really no. have. Same for you. Yeah, I think it's like a mix of both, okay. honestly. I think there was a people, like, whenever I was, like, I grew up with, like, throughout middle school and high school that I was really close with. And I think that I kind of outgrew that circle mm. in some sense. Mm-hmm. And so, I think, you know, in the past few years, we've kind of, like, been able to, like, reconnect because I'm in a place now where I'm able yeah. to do that and be in different environments um and so yeah so I think it's a mix of both like I have some like long-standing best friends that I still mm-hmm. talk to and hang out with to this day but I think a lot of my current community and people that I would consider like my brothers mm-hmm. right and people I know are gonna be at my wedding like I met like yeah. online That's and crazy. they live you know what I mean our best friends live in Nashville yeah. but yes yeah, a mix of both for me wow okay so about college because I was wondering that yeah do you are you guys currently in school no. No? Mm-mm. Did you go to school? I'm a college dropout. <laughs> I love that. Probably. What about you? Oh, yeah. So I went to... Well, you went to... Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> She's like that one time that I went to college. Yeah, it's like two months. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, man. Yeah, my college story was actually crazy. But I did go to college. I went to um, this small private school in Indiana. Okay. And I was playing basketball coming out of high school. Mm. And at the time... Basketball was like a really big part of like my identity, who I yeah. was, kind of like my idol in a way, okay. a little bit. And so, going to college to play basketball was like a big deal for me, something I really, really wanted to do. And so, I was able to play at that uh, college that I went to, and also like wasn't paying a thing. Like I got like mm, a full ride wow, there. Okay. And so that was just like a blessing. It felt like just more confirmation on top of like what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And so I get there. My first semester is like pretty great, and second semester. Um, well, actually, I should note that I graduated in 2020. And so mm-hmm. this was like COVID year. You graduated high school in 2020? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. High school, graduated high school in 2020. So going into my first semester, freshman year, it was still like COVID times and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it was a little like obviously off. Like the semester looked a lot different than yeah. what it would have been. Um, but I still like really enjoyed it. It was a smaller campus. So like, you know, like when it came to like testing, things like that, like we were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, first semester went great. And then second semester... Um, I don't know what it was. I think basketball wasn't going really well for mm-hmm. me. Um, not the way I intended. You know what I mean? I was kind of like, I guess like pretty significant player on my high school team. Then my role switched there and I wasn't like as much of a priority. So that was taking a huge toll on me of like, dang, like who am I? Like mm-hmm. this isn't the thing that's like feeding me as yeah. much as it did. And so that was going on. Then I don't know why it was so weird, but there was just like one day I walked in my room and I was just like, what am I doing? Mm. Like, what am I here for? And not necessarily in a negative sense, but I think that my entire life, because like even in high school, I was like super like academic, you know, top of my class and things like that. So like college was like the obvious next step for me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I didn't really feel like, <laughs> I didn't really feel like I made that decision for myself. Okay. And so that's why I was like asking myself like, yo, why am I here? So I went down this whole rabbit hole of like questioning, literally like, everything almost yeah. not just like decision but everything that I had taught I had been believed I had ever believed um so yeah that kind of like essentially and then that happened and then um after freshman year we start the podcast going into my sophomore year mm. and that kind of like was like the igniting factor of like feeling knowing that was my purpose and so mm. I kind of like decided to take a step away from college because it was like taking a toll on me mentally yeah. and then of course you know through all that the experience yeah. that I have but yeah that's kind of like the story behind that I 
Because this is kind of something that you guys said in the, not this episode recently, but maybe the one before, where you're like, okay, it's good to, it's different when you don't know what you want, but it's good to know what you don't want. Mm -hmm. And I think that you guys both just played a, like, you know, acted upon that because you're like, why am I here if it's not what I want? Mm -hmm. And it's good to eliminate this and have like, okay, a clearer sense of direction. And I don't know which one of you wanted to go into the Marines or the Navy or something. Oh, that was me. That That was was crazy. (laughs) I didn't know this until like a few weeks ago. I can give a little backstory because I was so set on it because I had gotten out of high school and then um, I just didn't know what I wanted to Mm -hmm. do really. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, I can do the college thing. Um, But I knew I didn't really want to do that. It was more of um, a societal pressure. That's what you're supposed to do. Your family tells you you're supposed to go. But it wasn't what I wanted to do. It's like, okay, what are my other options? Mm. I was running. I didn't have any other options. So I was like, okay, I guess I could just go in the military. I don't know what else I want to do. So I'll just do that. Um, And then I eventually decided not to because we had started the podcast. And that's when I was like, okay, yeah, that's off. The military is off the table. But yeah, no, for a season, I was was seriously considering (laughs) it. It didn't sound scary to you? It or did, like, it, but it sounded like something to do. Okay. Like I said, that, <laughs> no, it was looking for anything. Yeah. It was scary, but the the fact that it was a direction mm, yeah. kind of overrid the fear. I was True. like, okay, I don't want to be. You had to make a step. And yes. I think, yeah, I yeah. think I was more scared about like how people perceive me. Okay. I didn't want to be another kid in a small town that never did anything mm. or just graduated high school and stayed around and mm. did nothing and just had a regular part-time job mm. or full-time job, whatever. So yeah. I was like, okay, I just need a direction. Okay. So that was mainly my mindset with that. And then the yeah. podcast happened. So that, that was my direction. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I love that the podcast like gave both of you something to do, not was, only, but life. also like it a sense life. of purpose, yeah. you know? Um, what did you study when you guys went to college for a brief period? I was... So I went back and forth with so many different things because I just had so many different interests. Mm. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to follow my passion. And I was like, well, I want to make money. So <laughs> initially I was decided on doing something like with econ or business. Okay. And so I started there. Then I went to computer science mm. for a little bit. And then I found myself. <laughs> Bro, did everything. He's still going. And, oh, then I, and then I found myself in communications, okay. which is kind of like, duh. Um, and yeah. then that's, that's where I left off. That's where I ended. Okay. Yeah. It was like digital story. It was like, um, dang, communications or something, but it's like digital storytelling and media. Mm, okay. That was media. like the concentration, which was like yeah. perfect for oh, me. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. What about I, you? I went to a community college for approximately, approximately a few weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For business administration, nice. I didn't know what else to do, so I just, I just yeah. did whatever. Yeah. But you were just <laughs> in there like, this is not what I want to do. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But I felt like I, at least I should give it a try because mm. my parents were very big. I was like, okay, I should try it out at yeah. least. And then I just couldn't do it, so <laughs> yeah. dropped out with business measures. Was it an easy decision for both of you or was it like, because you can be in an environment where that is not even a thought, mm. you know? It's like, I'm seeing this thing through because... I'm not even allowed to not have a degree. So is this something that maybe your parents like kind of give you guys the freedom to choose? So that's the interesting part of the whole thing. So um, whenever I was finishing my freshman year, I, for whatever reason, I think it was a part of just like questioning, you know what I mean? Where I was at, the decisions that I made, like Mm -hmm. if I made them for myself, but I like fell into like this, like really like heavy depression. Mm. Right. And so whenever I got back home, I literally went home early to online school and I got back home and I was telling my parents, hey, I don't think like college is for me or whatever. Yeah. 
And then it was like one of those things where I had like stopped playing basketball. Mm. Right. And then I, it was a COVID year. And then I was going through that mentally. So they were like, you should give it another try. Okay. And I was like, that's valid. You know what I mean? Like, of yeah, course, like maybe yeah. those are the factors contributing yeah. to yeah. it. So I go back my sophomore year. This is after we start the podcast. Like things are like looking up. I'm mm-hmm. good. And not even a few weeks in, like I fell into that, like that same depression. Mm. Right. And I was like, okay, this is kind of, this is telling. And I had never yeah. dealt with this like ever. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is very telling. Like during the summer I was straight being home. And so at the end of like that first semester, I was telling my parents like, okay, like I still don't know. And essentially like their mindset was like, um, if you want to live like in the house, like mm. you have to be pursuing a four-year degree. Okay. And so I wanted to make the decision, but it was like, I wasn't in a position. I'm a broke college student. I wasn't in a position to go live on my own or do anything like that. So like I prolonged it. I decided to like transfer and do online school um, Mm. at the beginning of 2021. And um, I'm like, maybe this is better. I'll be home. I'm close to the podcast and all that. And same thing happens again. I fall back into like this mental state that just wasn't healthy for me at all. And so like, I just came to the decision. Like I have to like, I can't continue to let myself to do this. Like I was just drowning. So I drop out and I don't tell them. This is like, no. in like February, right? Like I'm tripping. Oh my god! <laughs> Even looking back, I don't know what I was doing. So I drop out. I talk to my uh, admissions counselor and all that, and um, I tell them I'm I'm dropping out or whatever. And then they don't know. And my birthday's coming up in March. It's March 30th. Okay. And I'm like, okay, when I turn 20, like I'll let them know. And like the, I was like, I was, cause I was trying to give myself time, to like come up with like a presentation of some sort, okay. like, just, like so I can stay in the crib. You're chilling the house whole time. You're not in school. Yeah. They don't know. <laughs> That's don't wild. Yeah. So I'm working on the podcast all the time, but they think I'm working on my work, yeah. right? My schoolwork. <laughs> and so my birthday comes around, and I tell them like, hey, um, no, I decided to leave school. I know you guys like weren't the biggest fan of that X, Y, and Z, but hey, give me 12 months. And if this isn't mm. something that's viable, looks like a viable career yeah. for me, then like I'll go back to school. Mm. So that's kind of like the deal that I made with them. Okay. Kind of in the back of my head, knowing I wasn't going to go yeah, back good, regardless. Yeah, no. But it was still like, you know what I mean? The principle of like, it was really hard. Yeah. So to answer your question, it was kind of difficult because of that, but I kind of tried to <laughs> work my way around it. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it was definitely a harder decision for, for him than mm. it was for me. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, not at all. Um, I don't know for several reasons. I think for one, um, I, I think my parents deep down knew I was never the type to be geared towards the idea of college. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they always um, sort of led me in that direction as something you should do, but... I feel like deep down they just knew, I don't know, just my personality type. I was more of a creative. Yeah. I was more like the book type. So they yeah, kinda and, knew, and even yeah. in school, like he was he was always taking it like more seriously. He okay. had like great grades and whatnot. My grades were cool, but I wasn't I wasn't applying myself. Yeah. So deep down they knew. So I think that was a reason why it was easier for me to make that decision and why they weren't they didn't put as much pressure on me. Mm. Um and another reason is like I went to community college. So I wasn't off at college doing yeah. anything. So it was like, okay, for me it was an easier decision to make. So uh yeah i just did it and then i got a job in the meantime okay. that made it help yeah and yeah. you know what's crazy another part of it actually before i even brought up the conversation to them we went to memphis the 27th my mm. mom march 27th my birthday's march 30th mm. when i talked to him we went to memphis the 27th to uh watch uh, a basketball game because my, my mom loves the nba and um memphis was playing the golden state warriors and the next morning we went to like this breakfast joint somewhere like yeah. in memphis like randomly we've never been to memphis before I, ever ever and my mom, she's checking out because you have to take the check to the counter. She's checking out and we were waiting outside with our family and she comes out and she's like, 
yo, someone wants to take a picture with you while they listen what? to the podcast. Crazy. No way. And That's I was crazy. like, what? So you were in school while doing the podcast at the same time? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, they want to take a picture with you. And, That's crazy. Um, yeah, they, you know, they get a picture with us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think maybe for our parents, that was a moment. Yeah. And a few moments before that kind of like, like clicked for my parents. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow. Like, and it, it wasn't like they diminished it ever. They always were in support yeah. of us. But I think it kind of made it a bit more real. Of like, yeah. yo, like, this is something. Yeah, yeah. This is, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. And so after that, they kind of like brought it up to us. Like, you know what? I think, hey, like you guys can live here, but like with these conditions or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So when the two months has been up now, I mean, 12 months you gave them. Mm-hmm. Do they see now they're like, okay, like we trust you guys to do whatever you want. Or like, you know what I mean? Do they see the fruit of that? Or are they still a bit hesitant? I think I think they I think they see the fruit. I think they always have. Okay. And that's the, kind of what threw it off a little bit because my parents always knew it would be great. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what. So like when the podcast came in and started going up, it wasn't like they were relaxed, but it was mm-hmm. just like they knew they saw it already. Mm. So it wasn't as like, I can't explain it. Like it wasn't as big of like, not necessarily a big deal, but a surprise. Yeah. They were like, yo, I like, knew. Yeah. They saw like, they did spoke this over us since we were young. Yeah. And so I think they always seen the fruit, but I think it was one of those things where like, you know, they're, we're the kids and they want us to make the best decision. So it's just kind of like, yeah. okay, this is great. That's all the fruit. But like, how do you guys like make money, a career out of this yes. type of thing? So I think yeah. that was like their more reservation. But I think now, just seeing the way it's going and uh, us even explaining the business side of things to yeah. them, like they're able to like look at him like, oh, okay, like, yeah, this is like, we kind of trust you all to like take us. Yeah. Okay. And now I have a question because you guys don't have ads in your episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how do you make a career out of it? So like the biggest thing is just like, obviously through like YouTube AdSense, okay. like practically it's like YouTube AdSense. Oh yeah. Cause you post on YouTube. And then, well. um, what am I thinking about? Instagram, like mm. that, like fund or whatever. Mm. Um, and then we use like TikTok, TikTok as well. TikTok as well. Okay, so it's like good, the good, big serious things. And like yeah. we're about to get merch out. I don't know if we'll have our merch out by the, by this episode. We might. Possibly. <laughs> might. Um, the merch. And then we may like, we're actually in the middle of like talking with people and start running some ads. Yeah, to nice. see, let's see, yeah. see what happens. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I was going to say you should monetize. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's hard because it's like, um, it, like, it would be like, where am I? Even if it's like red ads, like sponsored, because right. it's mm. like kind of awkward to pause the episode. Like this episode right. is sponsored by. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so back to the God thing. Yeah, that's one of my biggest hesitations. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I mean, we listen. We listen. I listen to other podcasts and they do it. And for me, I love them so much that it like. Yeah. If I was a producer side, you understand. Yeah. Like, okay, get your bread. Yeah. Get back to it. Yeah, right. exactly. 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 So, yeah. Like skip things. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'll skip I'll it. Get, get, get your <laughs> money, but I need to get this content. <laughs> no, I feel that. Okay, so you guys started just different, but that like that wasn't the first time you started mm-hmm. it. Um, because I remember you had an episode just kind of like a an biography yeah. of you guys and how you came to be testimony service yes mm-hmm. yeah. oh that was what it was called mm-hmm. okay yeah. good good um so yeah like the idea of you guys doing something together about god wasn't foreign you guys were just mm. revisiting it in a mm. different way yeah. how were you doing it before and how did you revisit it and mm. like that time apart what changed okay so I guess let's start. Initially, it was a YouTube channel. Okay. And what had happened was uh, I was 15. He was 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, it that's was, w- that's super young. Yeah, no, know. Wow. It was my summer year going into my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And we had also started going to a new church at, um, at the nations. time. All Nations. All Nations. All Nations Louisville. And the youth pastors there, um, we had been going for a little bit. And they say like they just saw something in us. Like mm-hmm. they saw like 
honestly, something I didn't even see myself, mm. which is something I always appreciate about them and God placed them in my life is like they saw potential in me. I didn't even really necessarily see. But they're like we see something in both of you guys are very relatable, like you're good communicators um, mm. and stuff like that. It was like we could just start like some sort of YouTube channel or something like oh. that. And then, yeah, we that's where the idea of just different wow. originally started. So that's when we started the YouTube channel. Um, we did that for how long did we do that for? Like a year and a year, a year, year and a yeah. The YouTube, YouTube channel for a year. That was more of like a local thing. Didn't really blow up. It was kind of like just people in our city, family members. For fun. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. A, out of passion. Yeah. What was it like? Was it the same thing you're like doing now, or what were you guys doing it, on YouTube? I mean, essentially, in a lot of ways, like we were just kind of like get in front of a camera and just kind of like talk yeah. about like a topic, and okay. then, like we did like a few like we did some cool stuff. Like we did a. Cause like obviously he's an artist, like he's a rapper, mm-hmm. and I I love poetry, I love making poetry. So like we would do some, we do like a collaborative thing yeah. like that. Like it would be mm-hmm. a poem that we do together, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like the premise. Like we just sit down in front of a camera and talk. And talk. Okay. So essentially, it was kind of like definitely along along the same lines in a sense. But yeah, did that for a year and a half. Um, took a break. Um, what was the, what was the question? Break. Yeah, it was <laughs> like okay, what what was the the. the, the why was did that break happen? Okay. And what was different when you revisited it? You got that one. I don't remember why the break happened. Yeah. So yeah. we started it kind of like what Jordan was mentioned. And yeah. then 2020 happens and we decided to take a break. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was happening during the time is like that was my senior year of high school. Okay. And so like I was a bit like, you know, just anxious, stressed out. I'm trying to figure out. Yo, where am I going to go to college? Like, if I'm going to play basketball. So that's on my mind. So we kind of, like, decided to take a step back from it so I can focus on that. And then Jordan had some things going on as well. And then smack, you know, I mean, dang, like, COVID happens. And, like, we're kind of, like, just inactive. Like, we didn't really, like, mm. want to get back to it mm-hmm. at the time. It was, like, a really a, in the back of our heads. Yeah. And so 2021 comes around, and there's no particular reason. I can't tell you why, like, how it happened. But it's not, I know it was a God thing. Like, it was just like a conviction I had of like, yo, y'all kind of need to get back to it. It's like mm-hmm. one of those things to like you try to put it on the back burner, on the back of your mind, but it keeps coming up like time and time again. Like you'll see something and it's like, oh, I need to be doing that. So somebody yeah. will say something to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that starts the beginning of 2021. I, I hold it off. I'm like, oh, maybe like we'll get to it soon. And then like it's getting that voice is getting louder, 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 louder yeah. as year goes on. And then the summer, um, summer comes around and it's okay. So it's about that time. Like we just can't like keep holding it off. And we find a date. It was August 8th, 2021. And it's like, yo, this is the date that we're going to start promoting and like posting. Like this is it. Like we got to stick to it. It's like, we got our equipment like in July, late July. Mm -hmm. We didn't even know how to use it. And we almost didn't do it because like, we didn't know how to use the equipment. Like the interface and stuff. (laughs) It was sitting down. It was just sitting in the basement. Yeah, It was sitting sitting for a few few weeks before we used it. Um, But we knew how we had to make the date and we're committed to it. And yeah, and then like we relaunched it as a podcast because it made sense because we already had that same format anyway we were talking. Yeah. And yeah, so we relaunched it then in August. And I mean, the rest is history from there, honestly, yeah. from like mm-hmm. where it's been at like in this year and like, you know, year and a half type of thing. Yeah. That's amazing. How did you settle on the name? <laughs> it kind of just, <laughs> I think. I don't remember. I think it just naturally happened. So it like, just, it was it was not even. It like, wasn't like a divine. I'm trying to think. It wasn't like a divine thing. Some people okay. would say talk about. Oh, I was just sitting 
And like, it came to me. Yeah, drinking my coffee and God just told me. <laughs> no, I think it kind of just naturally happened. Yeah. And then it also worked as well because it was like JD. My name is Jordan. Oh, his name is Darren. Yeah, 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 just yeah, different. Yeah. So okay, even okay, that spin okay. kind of worked. But yeah, the name, it kind of just naturally happened. It, it wasn't natural. anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. just kind of like planning it, looking yeah. at it like, okay, like that sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so, well, obviously you guys are like two completely different people. You're not twins. You're like we're not. We get yeah. that question a lot. You we're do. Not, yeah. Do you get? Do you ever get like? Are you friends or brothers? Yeah, like, do all the time. Know? Do you know what we look like? Um, I don't think you guys. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. like the older we get, we definitely. Yeah, some people just think like we're best friends. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, how do you? Because my podcast is just me. Mm. I choose whatever I want to talk about. Mm. I won't do it if I'm not in the mood to. Mm. And like, I can't imagine. Doing a podcast with my sister because <laughs> she's two years younger than me as well. You guys are one year apart, but yeah. we're two years apart. So I feel like it's kind of similar where we're kind of in the same age group. Yeah. But like we bicker a lot. Maybe it's just a girl thing, but there's so many disagreements all the time. And like, how do you, what's the dynamic? Does, how do you come up with like podcast episodes? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you mm-hmm. settle on like, okay, this one is what I want to talk about. Or it's like, someone not in the mood to or if you guys are like mad at each other like how do you how do you do that I guess one of the biggest lessons I've learned with having like my brother as my co-host is understanding like the the dynamic of the different relationships that we have with one another so like he's not just my brother we're we're also co-hosts yes we also live together so we're also roommates And understanding in each different setting, you have to learn when I, I guess, flip the switch, I guess. So like when, okay, when okay, he's okay. my co-host, he's not necessarily my roommate yes, in that moment. And when he's yeah. my roommate, I'm not going to be talking to him like he's my co-host. Yeah. So it's like when you're in those different settings, differentiating the two. Okay. That's definitely something I've learned that that definitely helps with the dynamic and makes it go a lot smoother. Because I can be mad at him for not doing the dishes. But when we record in a podcast, yeah, I like, can't, I to, like yeah. you're a co-host now. Like okay. we can talk about that later type of thing. Yeah. So that's a, a lesson I've learned, I guess. What, what do you got to say about it? I think we're both, our, our personalities match each other. So I think like we're brothers, but I think we're also like genuinely friends as well, yeah. which makes a difference of, like too, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we can like come to each other for whatever we're going through. I don't think there's yeah. anything off limits to, I think mm-hmm. I'm my most authentic self when I'm like around him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I think that plays, <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. shut up, bro. And so I think, I think that plays a big part that we're actually yeah. friends as well. And we we both like just have mellow personalities. Like we don't really. That. I'm naturally laid back. Yeah, too. we're just. Okay. I don't we're just get upset. Both, too yeah, much. we're mm. both naturally like yeah. we just don't necessarily like you know trip over anything or mm. like even want to make up like arguments yes. all the time. So mm. I think that works in terms of like the working relationship we have. And then when it comes to the just like topics and collaborating on those, I think we both have our different styles of like communicating, mm. which makes it so great. So I think Jordan's great at like storytelling and like breaking things down to make them digestible Mm -hmm. and like i can bring like some more like meaning and direct like depth to things in different ways and how i communicate so that works and sometimes like he may find some topics a lot of times like i'll be like the point on that if i find a topic we may have a list and we just kind of like pick from it but a lot of times honestly it's like because realistically we should have run out of ideas by now, yeah. honestly. Because we talked about everything, but like yeah. it really is a God thing. Like I may be looking yeah. at like some billboard or something like, yo, we can mm. we should speak on that mm. this week. Or like a lot of times it's maybe personal experience of like, yes. yo, yeah. this is what I'm learning recently or just went through. Yeah. Um, or like, like what we did with uh, the last one. Why can I never, yeah. never remember the names? Am I enough? Yeah. Like that's a recent yeah. thing I'm walking out of mm. like my like feelings of inadequacy. Mm. So yeah. sometimes it's really like, spirit-led and god-led in terms of like how we find those things and then we kind of like just go from there and like 
structure yeah. and all that. Because I was going to ask too, like, is it ever um, personal experience and oh, like yeah. what you're going through yeah. in the current That's moment? That's crazy. It is like yeah. people like don't realize is. it. It always is. We're okay. talking, yeah, most of the time it is yeah. like we're talking to ourselves. Like, yeah. so I said, I miss the old me. No, this ain't a topic for the week. Bro. Like, I, really... I miss the old me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. Any, like, yeah. and so uh, things like that. Uh, all of them or a majority of them are sometimes just like what we're going through, yeah, how we're walking it out. Definitely. Yeah. Um, do you guys okay, so have you were you always on the same level of spirituality? Because you guys are pretty like level now yeah. in terms of like values mm-hmm. and walk with God. And since you're not the exact same person, like how how did your personal relationships with God did those journeys differ where you guys ever like one person was fully in God and one person wasn't or were you have you both kind of gone through the same things at the same time uh, uh <laughs> i one thing that's crazy about even just us having a podcast yeah and something i love about god is how he's so intentional i think we both really started developing our relationship with god and really started like going all in on that at the same time mm, okay yeah it was a uh, when we started going to our new church, I think we both, there was something at that church that like ignited something mm. in both of both of us. I think it was God saying like, it's time. So I think that we, for the most part, we've been on the same like wavelength, I feel like. Okay. I think maybe there's been times where I feel like he was more, um, I guess he had like a deeper seek for God at the time. Maybe mm. I had like fallen back a little bit, mm. but something I love is like, I would see his drive and it would yes. make, it would hold me accountable and like yeah. convict me like, okay, I need to get on it. You know what I mean? And so, vice versa. So like there'd be moments where like I'd be falling back and I see him in the living room, like in his Bible. And I'm like, dang, mm. I ain't read in like two weeks. Mm. And then that would provoke me to then get back on it. It wouldn't even mm-hmm. necessarily have to have, have to be us like directly speaking to each other, mm-hmm. but just yeah. through example that would bring us up. Cause I was going to say the same thing about him. Yeah. And so, yeah, like ironically, um, cause I think growing up, we were just like the regular church, church goers. Our parents were both like heavily involved in ministry. So it was mm-hmm. just like, you know, if you're living with us, you're going to church. They never like forced it on us, but mm-hmm. it was something that we were always around. Um, and so we call ourselves Christian, but you know, yeah, in the Bible, yes, like we're just yes, kind of like going yes. through we're life. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Like that's so, that's crazy to think about, that's but literally like when we made that step of making God, like our Lord for real, mm-hmm. it was Literally around like the same time. It was at that like conference. What apart. was the conference called? I think it was a, it was a conference called Limitless. Limitless. Yeah, Who yeah. It was, hosted it. It was all it was nations at, at Louisville. Our church, all nations. Yeah, okay, at our okay, church. Okay. Yeah. And it was called Limitless. It was August eighth, twenty twenty one. Changed my life. That was like the the mm. the day. Yeah. And then off that, and then like he had a great experience there as well. Mm. And then that kind of like it opened it up. Yeah. 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 And it, like it feels like God is working. Through you guys for each other, yeah. which yeah. is good because you guys, he's speaking to through you to other people, but like you guys are right next to each other and you get to see mm-hmm. the the fruit of your walk mm-hmm. with God and it affecting me and then vice versa. Yeah. Um, how did your, how did you kind of give your life, give your lives to God? Mm. Um, what was the turning point? I know it was a conference. But how, how was your walk before that? Mm-hmm. And what really made you guys make the decision? Because as young as you were, that is a rare decision to make that young because you see your friends around yeah. you. They're not mm-hmm. really on the same, they're not on the same type of time. So it's good that you guys have each other because mm-hmm. then like, you know, you can just be with each other if 
nobody else is really messing Fact. with the vibe. Yeah. But what was the turning point for you? I think the the reason why the conference has so much significance, I feel like, mm. had a huge part to do with like my past or, okay. or even like before that. I felt like my whole entire life, everything felt so unfulfilling to me. You know mm. what I mean? Like I, I tried all this stuff, but like yeah. I was wasn't really happy. I yes. didn't really. I didn't really feel fulfilled or felt like settled or at yeah. peace. So that's when I felt that moment. Mm -hmm. Up until that point, it was kind of like God was just like, he was just a name. Mm -hmm. Like the Bible was kind of just like a mythical thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I believe in it. But like, you know, it's like, there's just old, you know, hymns and stories. Or yeah. whatever. And then I had that encounter with God, yeah. several encounters with God at that church. And I realized mm -hmm. like, oh, no, this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time when, when we had went to one of the services at All Nations for the first time, I just like started bawling out crying mm -hmm. in the middle of the service. Mm -hmm. Um. And I don't know how to explain it. It was such a peaceful cry. It was like I was crying, but I wasn't sad. Like I yeah. felt like peaceful and happy, but I was like sobbing okay. and I was embarrassed because no one else was crying. <laughs> it wasn't like that moment in the service. It yeah. was like in the middle of the sermon. Okay. Um, so I felt like the presence of God like I never mm. had before. Yeah. So I felt like oh, heaven meets earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think for me that that's what made the conference hold so much significance is like I felt fulfilled with God. Mm. I felt at peace. So then that's when I was like, okay. Like, I have to go all yes. in. I can't go back at this yeah, point. Yeah, I know. Because now can't. you've, like, you've experienced that piece. Exactly. It's like, this is where I want to Most exist. definitely. So There's like, nothing that compares. Yeah. Nothing. So that was me. I was like, I can't go back after filming mm. this. So I was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, for me, I, uh, so, it's so interesting how this works. So it was my sophomore year of high school going into my junior year. So essentially my sophomore year, I was like, you know, I mean, like this puppy love or whatever. I was in this yeah. relationship, went bad, mm. like ghosted me oh, no. <laughs> for good reason, for good reason. Oh, no. Like it was, okay. it was, it was my fault. But anyways, like that happened. And I was just like in a really like just bad, yeah. like mental state of like, dang, like feeling like really lonely um, and just lost in a way. Mm -hmm. um, and then just feeling a lot of guilt from like that situation. And then the biggest thing was like, uh, I was playing basketball at the time. And like at that time, like I know I mentioned like going into college it was like a big thing for me mm -hmm. but at, I was so young that was everything yeah. to me like yeah. everything and so I had like a negative experience there like the coach didn't necessarily like see my value or appreciate mm -hmm. me in the way that like I felt like I wanted to be like and didn't recognize me and so like him not recognizing me was like a huge part of like my esteem yes. right and since I wasn't like getting that from there I just felt like you know, like, okay, like, I'm not really doing everything I can. Mm. I'm not, like, good enough and things like that. I was feeling really inadequate. And so I had all these feelings going into the summer. And I remember, like, literally growing up, my mom would always tell us that, like, I can never give you a relationship, your relationship with God for you. Like, I can't mm. give that to you. You have to seek it for yourself. Your mom said that? Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, no, it's, like, the way we grew up, wow. it was like that, um, and so, like, she would always say that to us. She was yeah. like, I'm not going to, like, this is something you have to find. Yeah. And for whatever reason, going into that conference that happened in August, I kept, like, hearing that. It was, like, mm. repetitive, like, in my mind. Because mm. I was, like, feeling so, I wasn't necessarily depressed. I was just, like, uh, I don't know, it felt like a fog was, like, over yeah. me. You know what I mean? It was a lot yeah. of weight. I felt the weight. That's yeah. what it was. There was a weight I was carrying around just from, like, all this, like, pain and experience I had, like, you know, my sophomore year. And so I was like, yo, like, I can't keep going on mm. like life like this. I need something different. So I remember yeah. literally like praying like two weeks before the conference. I'm like, God, like, I don't know what you have to do, whatever you need to do, but I need you to like take this away from me. I don't want to experience mm. this anymore. And so it's one little prayer. I think I was having like just a really bad week or moment. And it was the first time I prayed in like 
I want like months, mm. years even, I don't know. And but it was a really vulnerable moment for me. That I was mm-hmm. really calling them out. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually prayed specifically for the conference. And so I prayed that like two weeks before. And I just kind of like left it there. wasn't really thinking about it. Then I come into the conference with like this crazy amount of expectation, just mm-hmm. knowing God's going to move. Um, and then, yeah, like I just had this, I had a like undeniable experience of like the tangible presence of God. Mm-hmm. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that, that changed everything. But that was kind of like the state of where I was at, um, yeah. kind of going into it and like what that process looked like of just mm-hmm. me like being very vulnerable and having that expectation going into it. And then like he just met me where I was at. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you guys asked me like what, kind of like the same story yeah. what was that turning point i couldn't pinpoint it but you saying that like nothing was fulfilling you just like ring a bell mm-hmm. because for a long time my identity was in youtube mm-hmm. and the yeah. fact that i was like recognized and people liked watching me and like wanted to be me yeah. and you know what yeah. i mean like i'm just like yes i'm thriving and then you get to a point where that's not enough anymore. So then every day I was getting up and I'm recording videos and I'm posting it and I'm getting the views that I want, but like something still feels Mm -hmm. missing. Mm -hmm. And I get up and I get ready and I think I look so good. I take an Instagram photo. I'm like, oh, this photo's going to do well. It gets exactly the amount of reaction that I want. And then still I'm like, something's missing. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was like, what am I actually looking for that I keep doing this over and over again? And literally nothing feels right. And it just mm. felt like something, there's something else. And then it just dawned on me like, oh, like God is that thing right. else. And I've mm. been neglecting him the whole time. So I think, yeah, that is very, it's very telling because you will feel it inside of you. Yeah. And sometimes I think people do everything they can to ignore that feeling. Because you're feeling like something's missing and you're like, Okay, it's actually because he ghosted me. So let me reach out to him again. (laughs) And let me talk to that person again. Or let me like go out with my friends, Mm -hmm. surround myself with people, Mm -hmm. um, drink, party, all these things. And then you come home and it's like the same feeling. Actually, like the joy or not even joy, like that satisfaction you had was so like ephemeral that like what is fleeting. Mm -hmm. And like... You, it's not something, it's not tangible. You can't mm. really grasp it. So then you're just in search for it and you feel like you got mm. it and then it just like escapes. And then, yeah. yeah. So that like hide and go seek oh, yeah. um, that you can really only, <laughs> oh my gosh, hide and go seek, but then you're found. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, I completely agree with both of that, both of those experiences. Mm. Um so what do you, you said that you were in a relationship before um, yeah. and then got out of it. How do you guys, are you in relationships now? Um, I'm not. No? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I just went through a very confusing okay. thing. Okay, okay. But I'm not. I'm single. Okay. We call You're this not? what a situationship. I call, it was a situationship. Yeah. It was. I'm not trying to air you out or nothing, but. We're just friends now, <laughs> essentially. Okay. Yeah. She's not going to be mad when you say that. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, good, We're on the same good. page. We have several conversations, so we're good. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. But no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not no? in a relationship right now. No. Okay. Are you looking for one? I'm not. not. Okay. I'm not against it. Mm. Yeah. I'm You're open to it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Not forcing the issue, though. If it, you know I me, mean, if it's not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you view, <laughs> how do you view relationships um, differently? Now that you both like 
came into Christ? Like, how do you see that differently? I think I, it's, I see with like a lot more intentionality. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was beforehand more individual that just, I don't know, we'll just kind of like go with the flow of things, mm. right? Like, okay, they look good, right? Yeah. And we are like, we have like great chemistry or like energy when we're together and just kind of like going off of that instead of looking at like the character like of the person yes. and like how compatible like we really are, you know? And so I think now it's more of like, I look at things um, in terms of like the future of mm-hmm. like, okay, like where can this go? Not like forcing the issue. I meet somebody, okay, yo, am I going to marry them? Yeah. But, you know, like really looking at like the fruit, I know we talked about a little bit of like who they are. And also, I don't know, I have a philosophy of kind of like dating to marry also mm-hmm. in some ways, um, at least for me personally. And so it's like, okay, like, I don't know. Yeah. So just like looking at it in the long term rather than like short term. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd say the same. And on top of that, um, you had mentioned something in, in one of your YouTube videos, I think it was about mm-hmm. how we're all worshiping something or mm-hmm. we were all made to worship. Yeah. Um, and I, it reminded me of something I had mentioned in one of our podcast episodes about how, like, I feel like we're in a constant state of worship yes. and, and we're all worshiping something. It's just about what you're worshiping. Yeah. So before my relationship with God, like relationships was that thing for me. Like mm. that was my idol. I went from relationship to relationship. Mm. I was a person that I broke up with a girl one week or we broke up and then I'm with <laughs> another one the next week. Yeah. You know what I mean? a player, so, cause. Yeah, but I, that's what I was trying to do <laughs> to like fulfill that void in yeah. me. You know what I mean? Um, so once I developed my relationship yeah. with God and I was like solidified in that, I guess the way I looked at relationships changed in the way that I'm looking. I'm now looking for someone to compliment me yeah. and not someone to um, complete me. You know mm, what I mean? Because God, that's God's job. And I figured yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. So that was a perspective change for me, like someone that completes me. Um, so, yeah, on top of like being more intentional yeah. about it as well. So, I, yeah. That's, Do you think that makes it more difficult or easier? Easier because easier. you. Yeah. You got your heart, you guard your heart. Yeah. Right. Like, I think that sometimes whenever I think, it, you know, everyone's heard it. Like if you uh, if you stand, stand for nothing or fall for anything, mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you don't like the standard that you put on your life is like almost like a shield mm-hmm. and a protector. Right. The things that God like wants us to live by and these quote unquote, like yeah. sometimes people want to call them restrictions. It's like all to protect you. Right. If your parents say, hey, like, don't go touch the stove. Yeah. It's not because I don't want you to have fun or enjoy yourself. It's because I know on the other end of that action is pain mm-hmm. and something and it's going to leave something that you may not really want to keep with you. And mm-hmm. so like for me, you know, even though like I get moments where it's like, dang, it'd be nice to have a little boo though. <laughs> <laughs> real talk, real talk. Like it is getting cold outside. Yeah. You know, me some hot chocolate, <laughs> your movie. Valentine's Day is right. It really is. But I think whenever you um, kind of, li- for me, living in that intentionality of yeah. relationship it um it protects you from like wasting your time and also not just continuously like always giving your emotional energy with somebody yes. like for yeah. me I was like I was in a mood I don't know if when I said it like a few months ago but it's like I'm done with like talking stages in terms mm. of like getting in and out of them yeah. of like continuously like okay talking to just one person yeah. um and then drop dropping that right because mm-hmm. you like may have some hope of like okay you know they don't fit this area but or whatever Maybe yeah. compromising at least. Yes. That's what I mean to say. Uh, compromising and then just like keep in that re- repetitive cycle. So yeah, I think it just saves you on like an emotional, spiritual, and mental yeah. level of like your energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I say it's a good thing for sure in the sense that, well, 
it's, it's I don't think it's both, but okay. I, I guess the the bad in it is I think it's bad in the sense that there's less options, mm. but that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, because I feel like when you're no, dating to marry, you. like there's automatically a standard. Yeah, or like a you know what I mean you have there has to be a standard because yeah. I'm not gonna just marry anyone. I mean I right. might date anyone. You know what yes, I mean? So yes, yes. it makes it hard in that sense, but in the long run, it's better because you're kind of just weaving out the people that you don't really even see in your future. Exactly, so, yeah. and that's what I I really felt that so heavy because like. When I went back to college after the summer of like re rebirth and stuff, it's like everyone I thought was cute was not cute to me mm, anymore. Yeah, it was fun. like <laughs> the it was so much easier because the pool had just gotten so smaller it is, yeah. that it was even actually like an impossible pool. <laughs> yeah. That like at first I'm just looking at like oh do they dress well and like they mention God here mm -hmm. and there no, Bible verse in the Bible. exactly but then I, now I was like oh no like I actually don't think any of this is cute yeah and the only thing I that I think is cute is when you're like a Jesus boy heavy like mm -hmm. that's actually the most attractive thing so then every everyone was out yeah which right. is like good it gives you time to like focus on yourself yeah. I guess it does get like lonely and lonely. stuff mm -hmm. but yeah, like 100 yeah it's much easier to navigate that way. Mm -hmm. The way I do my podcast, segueing, is like, I just, it, it really is just like what I'm feeling in the moment. And mm -hmm. if I'm feeling like I sh like should, not even, I know I should post an episode every week, yeah. mm -hmm. but I just get lazy. And like, sometimes I'm just like not in the mood or like a week will be really busy and yeah. I just like, I can't get mm -hmm. to it. But I feel like you guys are so consistent <sighs> and uh, it's man, really marvelous me do you do you not think that or you think that no for we, sure you yeah. guys are so i feel like maybe you missed once or yeah. something and i think you guys mentioned it like yeah. oh we didn't have an episode today and like we'll have it like you know whatever but it's rare for an episode to not come out a week mm. um what is like what is the driving force like what is Man. motivating you guys to actually sit down and do it let me start off by saying it is rough <laughs> it, it is hard it's a hard okay. process but i will say um i want to give thanks to, to darren here okay i will say i, I was i was more like you and still am like mm. i just when i if i don't feel like doing it, i don't really want to yeah right yeah. and i feel like he definitely had like the vision for no we gotta be consistent he kind of like pushed me and still does till this day to mm. make sure that we are consistent so i want i want you like give give your like mindset on it and I can get my two cents after that. The consistency part, I think it just comes into knowing that like this is, it's a God thing. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that, um, I don't know, whenever you're, it, your why is always important mm. in terms of like what that's like founded in. And so like, if it's from, if you're ever doing it for other people, like I, we've said this once, like if I was doing it for you all, like we would have stopped by now. Mm. You know, like and if, if I was doing it for me, yeah. I would have stopped too. Yeah. Right. But I understand like the vision yeah. attached to it, the impact that it has and the mission that we wanted to achieve is so much bigger than myself, mm -hmm. ourself, the brand and, you know, feelings of like, okay, like we don't want to record today mm. or dang, I'd rather not spend a week researching this topic or getting things ready for this. And so, for me, it's just the understanding like, yo, this is like a God thing. And so I have an obligation, not to me, not to my audience, but to God mm -hmm. to steward what he's given me well. Mm -hmm. Right. So I see it like the podcast and the platform, like as a gift, like it's not my own. And so with that, it comes a different type of responsibility and care. Right. It's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like if someone gives you something very valuable to them, 
But of course, like you, you take care of your stuff. But if someone yeah. entrusts you with something that's really close to their heart, you're going to make sure you spend a little more intentional yeah. time of making sure that's protected. It's clean. You feel me? You checking on it more as, as much as you can. And so that's kind of the way that I see it. It's like it's something that's gifted to me. So I have mm. a, what we um, have coined and something that I want to make sure we do for 2023 is like I don't want to like complain this year mm. like it's a privilege to do what we do yeah. and yeah. so like i want to like really eliminate is. all excuses any moment i want to say i don't want to do something like oh this is x y and z i want to like make sure i catch myself but yeah i think that's a part of like the mm. consistency of it it's just like the why you know mm. yeah mm-hmm. i think uh i guess one more thing that kind of drives me as well is something my mom had told me shout out shout out to mom, shout out mom. She's, what's so her name? she's what april april shout out mom. she's wise she's wise she, I don't remember how I came up with a conversation, but basically the question was like, I was asking her what the most important like character trait was. Okay. And she had told me consistency. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, I feel like that's not the answer you get. And then she, <laughs> get, and then she gave her ex- explanation. Yeah. She was like, okay, it's the most important because you can be, you can be nice. Yeah. You can be um, driven. You can be like great with all the other characteristics. But if you're not like great consistently, mm. like how much weight does it really hold? If you're not nice consistently, are you mm. really nice? You know what I mean? So I feel like it's the, it's it's the consistency that really gives it the yeah. weight, you know? Because, yeah. like, we're, we're good at what we do. We're great. But, like, if we weren't consistent, mm-hmm. we our words wouldn't hold as much weight, in a sense, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, con- consistency sure. is, like, one of the most important things. And so you said that you prepare for an episode? Yeah. Like, how does that, what do you guys do? How does that look like? It's interesting, like, um, and it depends on when we get the idea for the episode. Yeah. Okay. Cause some weeks it may be later, like mm-hmm. closer to Thursday and some yeah. it may be before. And so usually, you know, we'll just like get the topic and we just literally just have like this Google Doc that we mm-hmm. both share. He has a section, I have mine. And just kinda like flow from there, honestly, just in terms of like, okay, what we're gaining yeah. from uh, whatever reading, like, mm. research we do, like, whether that be different articles or, like, obviously, like, really intense, like, biblical study mm. of, like, different verses and stuff that mm. pertain to the topic. And it's, like, really write out. It really happens naturally, yeah. honestly. Like, there may be, you know, I may be driving and there be something that comes to me and I'll yeah. just write it down. Or a lot of times, like, I'll be in conversation or, like, I was just on Karen's podcast or I was talking mm. to her and she said this, that sparked this idea mm. in me. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of really how it happens and we just kind of, like, go through the week um, and then we kind of like go over it. Most of the times here lately, we don't anymore because okay. it makes it more natural when we hear it for the first time. Okay. Right. And so uh, kind of like skim through it and it's mm. like get into the episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. So that and I guess for me personally, um, I try to be more diligent in my like weekly like disciplines like outside okay. of the podcast, because what I've noticed is. Every time we have a topic, I've always just watched, just listened to, just read something that pertains to it. Mm. You know what I mean? Which is so crazy. Me. So when I'm disciplined in, like, I don't know, this book that I picked up. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, like, there was a point I read in that book that perfectly pertains to this topic right here. Or, like, there was a point made in that sermon that perfectly pertains to this. So when I'm, you know, diligent about those disciplines, I know it's like God's intentional. He always, like, yes. it He'll always connects. It. And yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. So that's just for me personally. And do you guys both have, like... Where do you see the podcast going? Like, do you have um, group goals and like individual goals outside of the podcast? Because um, what's your what? Yeah, what are what are you trying to get at here? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what are you trying to do? <laughs> Man, this is like a dope question. I yeah. we mentioned it in your episode. But the goal is really to 
like again like impact edify the church mm-hmm. while simultaneously like impacting the culture mm-hmm. and i think we really are big on creating a space where you know our, our motto of like faith life and culture can exist in the sense that you can be a christian mm-hmm. right that is also like can also like have fun and enjoy life and really let people know that God isn't someone that's like distant from them, yeah. that he's in a very intricate details of our life. And so that's yeah. a big part of like why we share our personal experience mm-hmm. and go through all these nuanced topics of like, mm-hmm. no matter how we shape it or put it, like he's there, mm. right? And putting faith at the forefront of culture. And so like overall big mission, that's it. Mm-hmm. And you know, right now we have a lot of things we want to do off of the podcast, mm-hmm. but no, which you mentioned, like, jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. So, like, right now, like, what I've been, like, challenged to do is just focus on, like, making the podcast the best it can be. So, yes. 2023, it's just, like, this is it. Mm. We want to, like, work on the craft yeah. and make it, you know, not in terms of, like, vanity, because I don't care about the numbers, but, like, yeah. make it the biggest podcast it can possibly be, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, like, group mission, goal yes. for just, just different. That would be it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same? Yeah. 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 And I think, okay, sometimes I, like... I get worried because I have goals and ambitions and then it makes it feel like, like, am I not supposed to have them? Like, am I supposed mm-hmm. to like, this is not, is it getting about me now? Mm-hmm. Cause you, 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 you're even like hesitant to say that you want to make the podcast right. the biggest be because <laughs> right. it's like, maybe it sounds bad, but, but so one time I had to be like, no, God wants that mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Like, why would he, and I, someone, I think I was saying something in a video once and someone responded to this in a comment it was i don't know the verse but it's in mark and it's in luke as well and it's the one about who will shine a light and hit it hide under a bed like no one's going to lit a lamp and then put it under the bed like it's up on the hill so everyone can see the light Mm -hmm. so it's like it's not a bad thing to want to be great and to want to have people hear what you're doing because Mm -hmm you know it's for the bigger good, 100%. you know, and it's not. And yeah, sometimes it gets murky. Like when is it getting too vain? Mm. And when is it like, yeah. Do you struggle with um, humility at all? I don't think you guys do, but mm-hmm. do you ever, does it, do you feel like, okay, maybe sometimes it's getting to me a bit. Like we, we guys are walking around passion where people coming up to you and you're like, dang, <laughs> like, <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to say I've I've struggled with it heavily. I okay. think it's naturally a part of who we are that mm. it will come up every now and then. Like, where was I just at recently? I went to Transformation Church. In okay. Tulsa. And I'm not gonna lie, I walked in and and I didn't like where my heart was because a part of me was like, dang, I'm hoping someone notices me. Mm, no, was, that happens to me. <laughs> yeah. So I, that happened. Yeah. I had to check my heart in those yeah. moments. I just try to make sure I'm yeah. like where I need. I'm like, Bro, yeah. Jordan, what are you doing? Like, you're yeah. here for the presence of God. Yeah. Like, stop. So I mean, I check myself, but okay. there's definitely moments where no, yeah. I do get kind of caught up in the pride and like, dang, I want someone to notice yeah. who I am and stuff like that. No, whenever I visit Lucas's church, someone always comes up to me. And when I leave church and no one did, I'm like, I'm going back for second service. <laughs> That's a fact. That's how it happens. I would say I've, I've struggled with that before, too. Yeah. But for me, I, I don't know if it's necessarily because I'm just like super ambitious. I don't mm. know if it's necessarily like recognition of like from people per se. But when it comes to maybe like metrics and numbers. OK. So I'm hesitant to say I want to be the number one podcast in our space or like one of the top in the world. 
because that's one of the struggles for me. That's where my ambition can become yeah. vain because okay. it's not pure, right? Like sometimes like, I think I got caught up in that. Um, even in like, okay, mm-hmm. how we want to go into 2023 for the podcast mm-hmm. for a second, it was just like, oh, okay, I want to do like this many episodes, like this segment, that segment, yeah. because, oh, this is going to drive more downloads yeah. to get on these charts to do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, what am I doing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I had to really check my heart and analyze it. And then like, literally scratch scratch all of it and then mm-hmm. start back from the the premise of okay like how is this going to serve the people I'm called to my tribe my community and what God wants me to do yeah and then filter everything that I did have through that mm-hmm. right and okay. then you know you come out on the other end of it and there's only like basically nothing you know what I mean that you have that actually yeah. fit that and then you create from like the base of yeah. like your real heart mm-hmm. that you want so do you feel like you are because <sighs> No one's ever really where like they want to mm-hmm. be. Like there's always more. Um, does it bother you? Because I know recently it's been bothering me when I don't get the results that I want, like the number of views that I want, the number mm-hmm. of um plays or something like that. Um, and sometimes it can become like, am I even you said it in the recent episode, like, does anyone even care what I'm right. doing? Like, mm-hmm. is anyone even listening? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like a thousand becomes small to you, like nobody listens to this podcast, right. you know? So um, how do you navigate like periods where you feel like, because right now, do you feel like you guys are like hidden or or like in like, uh, in like a waiting or do you feel like you're on track? If that makes sense. In, in terms of expectations and like goals. Okay. For ourselves? For the for yourselves and for the podcast, I think that we're we're on track. Mm. But you're 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 when your own ambition can like um like eat up yes your what your original goal was, and then it can outpace God too. Mm -hmm. So I got into that. It's just like I was like because there was a moment where we kind of like I don't know if it was a few months ago. We kind of like just like plateaued. Like weren't decreasing or anything we just kind of like stayed here yeah Yeah. and because every other month it was kind of like up like steady up and i was just like kind of getting frustrated Mm -hmm. i was kind of like getting like caught up in like those metrics and numbers and then i literally not too long ago like looked at like the goals because we like made a vision board it's like a virtual thing though of like all the goals we wanted to do for this year i was like oh snap Mm -hmm. like we hit all these right and we overperform what we even expected to do yeah and then like like you said it's like okay like wow like this 10,000 or whatever becomes so like many, like yeah. many or whatever. When like, yo, you couldn't have imagined this yeah. exactly a year ago. Um, and so, yeah, I think um, balancing that had just been like looking at the impact that it has mm-hmm. on like other people yeah. and making that the ROI. So like everything I'm putting into this is for like it to like impact and touch other people mm. right and uh ultimately like to please god so if one i know most importantly like i'm obeying what he's calling me to do right that's how you have to understand like really know it's a god thing mm-hmm. and two on the back end of that it's like um adding value to like the people that he's like attached to my life yeah then i'm then i'm good, good. like it's kind of like how i recenter myself yes. and then it's like okay like if we did ten thousand last week or twenty thousand last week it doesn't matter as long as it touched someone yeah. I think for me, which is weird, like it's a weird dynamic between us, I guess we're ironic. I think sometimes I get too content with where I'm at, mm, low key. I think okay. he's always been naturally more ambitious than mm. I have been. 
So I'm the type that's like, oh, oh, like we're, we're straight, bro. we're straight, bro. Yeah. And I think sometimes he has to like, you know, get me back on track. Like, oh, there's more. Like, then there's nothing yeah. wrong with being satisfied where you're at, and that's fine. But not, Sick. you know, letting yourself stay there. Yeah. Because you know? God ultimately wants more. Like you said, that's what He wants. He wants growth. If you're exactly. a light, He wants you to be shown. So. Yeah, I feel like that's where my mindset has always been, but the mm. dynamics just he's always like pushing me. So, do you answer DMs? Like, cause I yeah. get a lot of DMs, and because we are like Christian mm-hmm. influencers in a way, like I'll get a DM and I'm thinking it's a normal DM, and then it's just someone pouring the entire <laughs> trauma Yo, on me, oh, man, and man, I'm just like, cool. now you know that I've seen this. <laughs> I can't even I ignore can't, it. I can't. Um, do you get a lot of those, and do you answer them? We do. Um, we, we get a lot of DMs, and we do get a few. Um, like, help me. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. And for me, it's difficult. Like, I am like a natural empath. Like okay. I can't help but feel what other people are Same. feeling when they're in a different moment. And I have a savior complex, not in terms of pride, but mm-hmm. I feel like I, I have a desire to like, whatever mm-hmm. someone's situation is, like, yo, how can I help? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, quote unquote, save them and help them in what that is. Yeah. And so early on, it became overwhelming because I'm overextending myself to all these people. Yes. Right. Um, understanding that that wasn't my weight to carry in my mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And so we do, um, <laughs> sometimes I do, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Not as much anymore, like, in terms of, like, yeah. answering them. Yeah. Just because, like... Because it's a lot more now, probably. Yeah, yeah. And and then, like, you kind of have to... You have to know, like, out discerning, like, what you are, like, called to do. Because, yeah. like, if you extend yourself to too many different things and you, like, lose the energy you're supposed to have for that one thing yeah. that you're called to. And so, like, on a very micro, like, personal ministry, like, basis, like, we're not at the capacity where we could do that. I wish no. we could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we can't right now. But yeah, we definitely get them though. Like it yeah. just be like some ra- like you know, not necessarily. I don't mean random to like make it insignificant, but like you'll just get like this whole like kind of like trauma yeah. dump. Like yeah, yeah X one D happened, and and, and like, it'll oh. be things that I'm like I don't even know the answer to. Yeah, that. yeah like, no, exactly. I'm, I'm just like yeah, I literally <laughs> don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what. I was yeah, and I think for me, my biggest struggle with that is feeling like. I always felt like I was doing it just out of like an, the expectation of people. Yeah. Like if I don't answer, they're going to think this, yes. they're going to be yeah. mad, yeah. they're going to think yeah. I'm Hollywood yeah. and I don't mess with them. So lately I've even been trying to get out of that mindset in general, like mm. oh, like across the board and just really analyze like, okay, is this an assignment? You know what mm. I mean? Like I shouldn't be doing anything because someone expects me to necessarily. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like does God expect me to do it? If he does, I yeah. will. But it's like, I don't necessarily always have to answer to the expectations of people. Right. So that's kind of like been a, it was always a balance with me when answering. I always tried to when I could, but mm-hmm. you know, that's that was the balance for me. Do you both handle the Instagram or one person handles it more? Yeah. I handle it more. We both, both, we both, we both do it here and there. Yeah. Answer it. And when it comes to the way you guys do like marketing, um, I know TikTok was like a big factor in how Huge. people even heard of you. Yeah. What made you decide to go on TikTok? And is it um is it where is it what you wanted it to be? And is it is like, you know, like is it because I don't post on TikTok mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm like, should I v- visually record my podcast yeah. to post on TikTok? Because I know it can <laughs> yes. good, do good yeah. things. But like, what are, I guess, the pros and cons of like having, reaching o- the audience through TikTok? Yeah. So I guess to answer the latter part of the question, um, 
is it what we wanted or expected? So whenever we started the podcast in August, Jordan, I don't know if you remember this, but we had set, so like when we had our YouTube channel, like, I mean, we weren't getting like maybe like a hundred views. Mm. Half of them were like church folk yeah. and, you know, mm. people that were close to us. And so when we were starting the podcast, like we were committed for the long game. Okay. Like we weren't like thinking that it was going to blow up or anything like that. So like mm-hmm. we said, in a, we said in a year, we want to do a thousand on all platforms. Mm. Just a thousand. That's amazing, Crazy. actually. And so, to answer your question, to do what we thought, <laughs> no, like it, it way more than that, <laughs> definitely exceeded the expectations. Yeah. Um, and so the decision to do that was like we kind of had learned from our experience, like doing the YouTube. It was okay. okay, like we didn't really do any marketing, mm-hmm. and then, um, of course, like it was not relatively a new platform, but definitely like in that still infancy stage from when we started, like kind of late 2021. Yeah. And so I was just like, yo, like this is like what we need to do. This is the place that we need to be on. Just kind of like logically thinking it through of like, okay, yeah. like how do we drop people to like, you know, just get in contact with the podcast and see yeah. it. And so, yeah, I mean, the, the pro of it is just like, I guess that organic growth that it did have. And like mm-hmm. one of our first posts kind of like didn't go viral, but like definitely like it made some will. noise, which yeah. was like huge for like kind of like promoting and starting yeah. the podcast. And the only, I guess, downside or difficult part was, like, the consistency of it. Okay. Um, but, of course, like, fortunately, like, I was, like, in college. I was my first semester sophomore year. And so I didn't really, I had nothing to do but kind of edit in my free time. Huh? So, yeah, I just uh, consistently post because we post, like, three times a day for, like, mm. a few months. Yeah. So that was, that was the only bad part. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And also brought you community. Like, yeah. you guys said that you met your best friends oh, recently, yeah. right mm-hmm. now. Through TikTok or yeah. just like, yeah. It yeah. was through TikTok, yeah. It was through, and there's a huge, like, gap in TikTok or that, like, people like you and Eric and John mm-hmm. are, like, filling where it, it wasn't content like that ever. Yeah. And now there's more of it and the more people see it, the more people emulate it. Yeah. Do you get stuff from TikTok as well the same way other people will watch your content? Like, do you, are you on that Christian side and how do you vet what to get from TikTok and what not to... Like, do you vet who's who's preaching? Um, I will say, uh, I try to stay off TikTok okay, as much good. as I can. And when I am <laughs> on it, I don't. I'm not necessarily on Christian TikTok. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. like I don't see a lot of those preaching videos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really. Okay, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I do the same yeah. thing. Like, I don't go on there. For yeah, content. I think it's important, obviously, like to turn the spirits of whoever yeah. you're, like you're listening yeah. to, and I think that you can do that practically, just like through what they're saying, um, okay. going through like their uh, discography or catalog mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then obviously praying about it. But for us, like, I don't think one thing that we do, like, we don't really like listen to too many. One, like we used to listen to a lot of sermons, mm. like a lot. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And the only bad thing about it is I think that sometimes listening to that, you can start like emulating what you're listening to. Yeah. And you're not creating from like yeah. your innate self. Okay, and so like okay. one thing that we do is like we don't listen to it like those many as much. And I think mm. that's what makes the podcast so unique because like Good. we speak from like a real like creative space instead of trying yeah. to like, because naturally it just happens because right. like you may be listening to a lot. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you may hear something very new on us because we're, like, we're yeah. kind of doing that. Yeah, so, yeah. Even in a sense, like instead of trying to hear from God for yourself, you're like trying yeah. to hear from God through other people. Okay. And then like your content starts sounding very derivative. And it's mm. not like, um, you know, it's not uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not natural, but um, distinct, unique, distinct, unique. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And sometimes it's not even something you genuinely feel. You're just saying it because you heard other people. You yeah. feel like it's the right thing to say. Yeah, You're like, it's not good. even a, li- yeah. yeah, I know what I mean. It's not a lived experience. Exactly. So then it doesn't come across mm-hmm. as like authentic. Um, I feel like I have so many more questions, but 
I learned a lot. I'm very inspired by your mentality, your drive, and just the way that you are saying, like, this is a goth thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just, this is something that he's given me, and I can't just, like, do whatever I want with it. It's something so that fact. I have to, like, take care of very well. Yeah. And I think you guys are taking care of it very well. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank I'm going to ask course. you... I'm going to ask you one thing you guys asked me, each of you, what it has been like your biggest takeaway from the past year? It's like something you want to leave the audience with. Um, I say the biggest thing I've learned from this year is just to enjoy, enjoy the journey. Mm. Um, I feel like this shows up in like in the life of Jesus and okay. like how he walked everywhere. Mm. You know what I mean? And I felt like that's just a testament to the fact that he was in the moment and, and he was focusing on the journey, not necessarily a destination. Because yeah. when you're trying to get to the destination, you rush. Yes. You know what I mean? You're you're getting there as quick as possible. He was taking his time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he was just enjoying the journey. It's something mm -hmm. I've learned, you know, even with milestones with the podcast, because it's like, oh, I want this amount of followers and then you get it and you still feel kind of like, dang, mm -hmm. I want more and unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's just about enjoying like the journey to mm -hmm. that milestone and whatnot. So that's, that's good, the biggest yeah. lesson for me. Yeah, and just realizing, like, allowing yourself to be human, mm. which sounds so simple, but, like, there's duality to, like, life. Like, it's yeah. not always either or. Like, yeah, you can yeah, be yeah. walking with God and have a moment of, like, where you are confident. Mm. Be in a space where you're confident, have a moment of insecurity, and that doesn't negate the fact that you're confident, if yeah. that makes sense, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah, you can yeah. be walking with God and have a moment where, like, you possibly fall, and that don't allow that to, like, question your, like, faith in God or your love for Him or, like, right. where you're at. Like the two can coexist and not that you should allow yourself to completely fall into these things and struggle with these things. Right. But um, ultimately, just not like get into this mindset that you're less than. Yeah. Right? Understand that you are in this human suit. Um, and like if thoughts of like whether that be like depression, anxiety, doubt, frustration come like we have the authority. They don't have authority to stay. Mm. That's one of the biggest things that I've learned. Mm. And so um, that little nugget there has like really changed the trajectory of like. Yeah. My and life. you said allowing yourself to be weak but not staying there, letting God feel that weakness mm -hmm. and not just sometimes just being like, oh, this is just who I am. Right. And like with right. all the insecurity and everything. Um, where can we find you? Well, uh, the, the, just during podcasts on okay. any, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts where the podcast will be. Um, mm -hmm. And on, honestly on any platforms, like just, the, just different podcasts. Yeah. Pop up, yeah. Yeah, and then on Instagram, just different with two T's because we haven't been able oh, to get our username for whatever reason. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then just different pod on TikTok. So that's pod it. That's the one. Those are the ones. Nice. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank this you, was so thank fun. You. Yeah. It was really nice talking to you, and I can't wait to talk to you guys more after this. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah. Thank you also for listening. I hope you learned a lot. Don't forget to go listen to my podcast with them and also every other podcast they've ever made and subscribing and giving a rate and yeah i'll talk to you guys in my next episode so bye much love <laughs> much love bye great content day <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>